You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. All right, everybody, welcome to Phoenix 92.5 FM, the True Penny Channel and Nerd to Know Media. This is the Wrestling Rewind, show 81. And if you're listening to us on Phoenix 92.5 FM, what are you doing? Go over to Nerd to Know Media and check out the full show, Nerd to Know Media, where all the shows are, or the True Penny Channel. We do appreciate that you're checking us out every single week. But listen, we want to hear from you. Email us, nerdtoknowmedia at gmail.com. Or you can just look for uh, the Wrestling Rewind on the social media because we want to hear from you. We want your interactions. And we don't get that when you're listening to us on the radio, but we do appreciate that you are there. My name is Daryl O'Connor and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Martin Herty. Martin, how are you, sir? How is she sagastiating? Very well. Very, very well. It's funny. We're a week out from Survivor Series and I didn't even know we were a week out from Survivor Series. Nope. That's how that's how poor the WDB product is. Neither of us would have survived. Oh man! Well, see, I hate the Survivor Series anyway. It's never been a it's never been a great one. I was really really surprised that it survived not not to be a pun over mm-hmm. um, King of the Ring. Yeah, I think it only survived because of its its lineage. It has that, you know. I think nineteen eighty nine was the first Survivor Series. Its lineage is that uh, Vince just wanted to deny cable rights to Starcade. But also Undertaker, uh, oh, The Rock, yeah. Undertaker, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, they all did debut there. Kurt Angle debuted there. So, yeah, it has but that happened on the show. The show yeah. itself was an entirely uh, cynical, like it dirty threat. Yeah, no, absolutely, it totally was. I, I don't know. I, again, I will maintain until I go into the cold, cold ground that a uh, Survivor Series should either be war games or should be a tournament. Deadly Games like is King of the Ring, <laughs> like King of the Ring. But Deadly Games actually was the best year, was the best way to do it. Uh, former co-host of the show, Gary Herdon, actually used to um, would 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 go on rants about that, and he was right. It's it's the best use of that. And what happened, Gary? Did he go on to bigger and better things, or did he mysteriously disappear? No, no, Gary still pops in from time to time, but uh, you know, real life gets in the way sometimes, and. There's only so much you can hate WWE. That's the thing. <laughs> this, this is why you say that. No, no. But this is why the rewind is the rewind because we get to go on good John's true history instead of painfully suffering under WWE's tyrannical boot. Yeah. Uh, Speaking so. of though, John's true history. When yes. you um, uh, introduced me there, I said, "How's it, Sagastiaten?" And that is an old thing my great uncle used to say to me. And he'd say, how's it Sagastiaten? And he'd treat me, he'd treat me, he'd train me to say, 
fierce combunctious in response. And uh, he was living over in the US and every time he came home, he'd go, Barton, how's it sagaciating? And I go, fierce combunctious. And he'd give me like 50p or a pound or whatever if I said it properly. And for years and years, it never occurred to me to look those words up. I had no idea what they mean. Yeah. And I looked them up recently. And sagaciating means to uh, to journey forward or to thrive. That's pretty cool. That's pretty how's, cool. How's sagaciating? And fierce combunctious means to be deeply mired in regret or guilt. <laughs> so, I I don't know what the hell he was hiding or what he was projecting onto me, but I'm starting to view my childhood entirely differently. Well, Martin, you got paid. That's the main thing. And once you get paid, got, that's 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 what it's all about. I got that money, and when you think of him coming back twice a year for ten or fifteen years, I mean that's upwards of six seven pound i made and was this was this in imperial credits or is this in oh this was out in punt ah there we go yeah punt is see that was was real money real money (laughs) a 50 a a 50p punt you could take someone's head off with i could buy a house with it too nearly that's how you knew it had value yeah actually it's funny i was in i was in belfast there on sunday right and i just ended up i had to take money out because you can't order taxis on the app for some reason so I don't know what's up at Belfast, man, but they don't use apps. You have to like literally call taxis, which is weird. But uh, I was like, all right, need to get a taxi. Took uh, 35 pounds. And then I got change. And I'm like, man, these, Imperial, s- these Imperial credits feel like money <laughs> compared to like euros, which don't feel like money. At and you're stuck with a load of STGs. Oh, man. Yeah. Which you can't use in England either, which is hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> can't yeah. use in England. Yes. I remember... I, so I know, I, sorry, go what on, we'd go like on. to do is we'd like to own your country, but we'd also like to make it really inconvenient for you. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's like, listen, lads, you know, I, I didn't know that because for a lot of my life, there was not Dublin and then everywhere else. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> sorry, there was Dublin and not Dublin, which is everywhere else. Dub. See, you'd love Belfast because the exact same mentality exists in Belfast. I do like Belfast. Belfast is great. The people are wonderful and it is a cool place. But I didn't realise this was a thing. And when I was start travelling around or doing gigs and all kinds of stuff, I ended up trying to spend English money in Belfast at one point and they're like, oh no, you can't do that. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean you can't do that? What's going on? And then I discovered that, yeah, you have different money. It's like, of all the places that the euro would make sense, it's here for this specific reason, even though I don't like the euro. On this goddamn island, yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, on this single landmass, but even yeah. still, even st- preaching to the converted. But even, when you're, even when you're like in England and you like have to like obviously debit cards have changed this, but when you have to change money to go to England, it's like this is crazy. It's in, it's half an hour away. <laughs> what is going on? Well, I had oh, man, I, I used to go with a girl from London. Mm. Uh, I've been out with her for years and uh, would regularly find myself just getting the, the plane over to London for the weekend yeah. and I would make a a point of taking out uh, like Irish sterling and trying to spend it in a shop and having a blazing row with some poor idiot from like Sheffield or Lancashire so I've oh, never even man. heard of Ireland yeah, that, <laughs> and to, relating, to the, relating the past 800 years to them as to why they should take this money well to be fair you know they set themselves up for it it's like if you're going to invade a country and you know 
enforce pounds. At least make make it sure you can spend it everywhere. You know, it's exactly. it's wild. It's wild. But yeah. anyway, it, it's uh, not as if you'd have uh, euros from like uh, Limerick and you can't spend them in Wexford. Or it's like you can't spend Irish euros in Spain. It's the same <laughs> logic. It makes no sense. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. But anyway. Uh, thank you listeners who are listening in Dublin or the majority of our listeners who listen in the US you have been treated to <laughs> this, this rant about currencies <laughs> but anyway loving this oh, fascinating man. stuff absolutely it's wild but seriously for, uh, if you guys for their ever, purposes just imagine you couldn't spend Texas dollars, dollars in Wyoming in the, or Texas or dollar Texas dollars in New York yeah it's the same thing it's the same Texas thing. Texas pesos. I don't know. Is is has Texas been given back to Spain to to Mexico yet? No. Well, technically they have to give it back to Spain because Spain are the ones who and then they bought oh. it off them. And then the same with uh, what was it the Louisiana Purchase? France. Exactly. America bought all that stuff from different uni- European powers. Didn't, I say, know. let's get deep into the Louisiana Purchase. Let's talk about everything. Fall brawl ninety nine. Oh man! But to be fair, you know, if this was last week where we. <laughs> had to quickly go over Road Wild because it was so bad. Oh. <laughs> I, I would be happily go into the Louisiana Purchase, but um, well, say- here's here's the difference this week, Dara, and I don't know if you feel the same because we actually haven't discussed this beforehand. No. Fall Brawl '99, a shining diamond in the rough, as far as oh, I'm man. concerned. It was wonderful. It was a really good show. I, I don't know. No way. Look, once I saw Berlin on the show, <laughs> I was like, yes. We're, 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 there's still some good here. There's still some good here. Uh, we will get into that at the end of the show because uh, there's yeah. a bit of context in it that we have to talk about. But as we're recording this on the Friday, because we do tape on a Friday, going to try to fix the tech issues again so we can go live and have you guys on the show. But uh, for the time being, it is what it is. And Dave has disappeared off into the ether again. We don't know where he is. He'll show up eventually. And if we, <laughs> can't, if we can't get the tech working to have you guys on live, what we're going to do is both me and Dara are going to open up our homes to 40 people every week and you can come and sit in uh, on the recordings. To be fair, here's the thing. When when cons are open again, we'll absolutely do a live podcast taping. That's a thing that I guarantee we'll do if there's interest. Because uh, that would be awesome to have a live audience in there uh, when cons are open again. But that, of course, you know, check out Nerd to Know Media where that's the thing that we did before the world ended. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so look, Full Gear is happening this weekend. Uh, it's on Sunday, which is really annoying. AEW, what are you doing? It's what on you... Saturday, you clamp it. Well, hold on. It says here, main event on Sunday in Minneapolis. So it's on Sunday, C- our time. Oh, okay, CBS, you've lied to me. It's so on it Sunday, 1am. Oh, okay, so it is Saturday now, so I see. technically Sunday, but I will be sat up with a huge bottle of whiskey, an enormous grin on my face, and a huge mound of tissues for when Hangman wins. Not for the purposes you're thinking of, This is but yeah, because I would this, genuinely cry. Yeah, I was like, well, okay. <laughs> FM radio show, watch <laughs> out. Um, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I, I sit corrected because I thought this was going to be a Sunday. I got to go on a huge rant. AW Fair Play, pay-per-views on Irish Saturdays are the way to go forward because it means wow. we can watch them. And work isn't a problem because WWE for years just didn't didn't care. So okay, so here it is. Here, so what this, I will say actually, is, 
work will still be a problem because I intend to sit up like till like 6 a.m. on Sunday, just hoofing whiskey into me. So Monday will definitely be a problem, but oh, it will man. not be as much of a problem. So the action goes down Saturday from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It will be a it will be available on pay per view. Begins at eight uh, Eastern with the buy and show at seven. So that is one p.m. Uh, yeah. Sorry, one a.m. Our time and twelve uh, midnight our time as well. And let's go through the card. So the main event, I suppose, is probably the best way to go because you brought it up. Kenny Omega versus Adam Hangman Page, and I think <gasps> I, you know, this is year year or two in the making. Two two years in the making. This is just this is storytelling you don't get anymore. Pa- and again, pa- partly because like companies don't do it, but partly also because companies can't do it because of the uh, you know the the monthly pay per view thing that became mm. prevalent during the Monday Night Wars. Yes, whereas like. Back in the in the eighties, you could do two year storylines because you only had like five pay per views a year. Mm. Well, it's also interesting with this as well. It's not only like two years in the making as far as the story itself. Uh, Hamman Page was like went to get Jericho for the first for the first uh, when he crowned the first championship, which is pretty yeah. cool. Where it's like he's been trying to get it from the very beginning, which is like even without. The whole stuff that they've been doing, where um, Kenny Omega was his be- was his like one of his best mates, and then he turned on all that kind of stuff. Literally, just from I've been trying to go for this for two years, is really cool. Yeah, Hangman has always, always, always been the the almost gay, mm. Mm. almost gay. Yeah, and then he did really well. And then he fell back. Then he did really well. And then he had a stumble. And then he looked like he was coming back. And then he. Mm failed and he's just he is every single one of us who have been beaten down battered and bruised by life um and i think i honest to god think this is this is his moment yeah and particularly with omega as well who you know while i haven't enjoyed his work as the champion if well for the moment he's had some really good matches to be fair haven't no, like I don't like. If I'm supposed to hate him, I don't. If I'm supposed to like him, I don't. So but, what? What you're trying to tell twelve thousand people in Columbus, Ohio, is that you're a <laughs> philistine. No, what I'm trying to say is I've enjoyed the matches that he's been in. I've really enjoyed the stuff he did with Moxley. I really enjoyed his run um, with Christian. The, his little run with Christian. With the impact invasion is my favorite thing of wrestling the past five oh, years. Fantastic. Been brilliant, fantastic. I just don't like Kenny Omega. I don't know why. Yeah, supposed to like him. I don't know why. But um, yeah, I know, but not in a heel way. It's like he has like X Pac heat, you know. Oh, um, that. Ah, no, he does. He does. You suit. have X Pac heat for saying that. Ah, no, come on, come on now. <laughs> but what I am saying is, if if Hangman if Hangman wins on Saturday. It, that roof is going to explode. Boom. And you know what? I think everything that Omega has done will have built up to that. And then I'll be like, that is brilliant. Because I can't tell if Kenny, if Kenny Omega is just, he's so heelish that you're not, that you're supposed to really want to belt off him. And he's doing it. And probably is. And probably being worked. But I just really don't want to see him with the belt anymore. Here's, here's the other thing that yeah. has me really excited about this. Mm. 
is the aftermath. Yeah. So yes. let's say Hangman wins. Mm. Um, all the past couple of weeks, AEW have been doing loads and loads of New Japan stuff. Yes. And on Dynamite this week, um, excuse me, uh, Kenny, no, not Kenny, um, Brian Danielson fought Rocky Romero. And mm. Rocky Romero was like New Japan's guy in the yeah. US. Yeah. And then at the contract signing on this week's show, Mm. Uh, Hangman brought up like specifically that Kenny Omega used to have a tag team partner who he didn't feel quite as good as who he didn't feel he measured up to mm. and um, I just get the feeling that if Hangman wins the title Kenny's next run is going to be maybe maybe some sort of breakdown where he loses the AAA title as well you know the mm. belt collector gimmick is gone and then Kota Ibushi shows up, and I'm 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 almost even more excited for that. Mm. Yeah, no, I can see that. Like they have to kind of be very, like that. Or Miro, Miro could end up being a, a challenger for for um, Page. Well, well, yeah. Let's let's pivot then. Let's pivot then to the tournament. What do you, what do you think, Miro or Danielson? It, it depends. Miro is so legit now that oh it's. My God. And he is like that monster heel that is outside of the elite. So I would say the smart money's on Miro to win to to establish him by being Daniel Bryan. Uh, sorry, Daniel Bryanson, uh, Brian Danielson. Um, <laughs> I think that's the smart money. To be fair, to be like, I think you know, if, if you were going to do it, you don't. Brian doesn't have to be established. He already is. Doesn't have to ever win the belt yeah. again. Doesn't have to do anything. Just have to be there. And even so, like even if you only consider his AEW career, like yeah, he's made himself. He's had like nine matches in the past, what like eight weeks or something, and they've all where, been great. And he's they've all been great, yeah. and he's finished every one of them with a different finisher. Uh, like, I mean, when a, we get to the end of the year and we're talking about, oh, what were the best matches? What were the ten best matches of the year? I mean, you could just say ten Brian Danielson matches. And you would you wouldn't be wrong. No, you, you wouldn't. But this, be. but this is what I'm saying, right? I genuinely think they will give it to Miro to establish him as the monster heel in AW. Set him yeah. up to go against Page, or you know, very soon. Brian, it'll probably be some kind of finish where there is some. No, it's not WWE, so it won't be interference. But there'll be something happen that he'll not. It'll come up short in some way. But um, I, I, it makes way more sense to me for a an establishment um, cementing Miro as an established heel rather than just giving it to Daniel Bryan because he doesn't need it. Genuinely, yeah. he doesn't need it. And I, I, I do, I do think we'll see like a one or two runs maybe next year with Bryan with one of the belts. But at the time, it's like Punk. Punk doesn't need a belt either. There's just guys. Like, there's guys there. Well, not, not at the moment. Either. No, not like Jericho. And some people say, "Why, why did Jericho the belt? The belt needed to be established. Given oh, that yeah. Jericho is a great idea. Now it already has been. So, and it was know. not only it was not only a great idea to give it to Jericho. It was a great idea to give it to Jericho over Hangman. Yes, you know, exactly. over the young guy, over the the homegrown talent guy. You know, and now it's going as you said, it's going to come full circle with the homegrown yeah. guy winning it. And, so that's and my the pick. Thing I, with, the thing with Miro. Uh, like you're saying, 
it's one of those matches, and you see these matches so much in AEW, where I actually would be happy for either one to win. But I yeah. can completely understand a Miro win because Miro, in many ways, um, strikes me as like a, a monster Eddie Kingston because yes. you can yes. put him oh in God. any match, yes. yes, and then you can give him one promo, and he can sell. He can make you think that that in one promo, he can make you think that that match is the most important fight in the world. Yes, you're right. You are. You're abs. I was going to swear there. I'm not going to. <laughs> you're spot on because I haven't actually I haven't even thought about that but oh, when, I, when I'm when I'm Miro in the dark going why did my god give me a body of granite and a neck of sand like, oh my god he's amazing but when I'm watching even uh, Eddie Kingston and his stuff with Punk it has the same energy to it now on the flip side I think Punk's winning that match um, again I honestly to. don't know Punk kind of has to. I wouldn't be annoyed either way. So, so what? Why does he have to? Because Punk's gimmick now is so annoying. It's incredible. He's like he's like a greeter in Walmart. <laughs> what? He shows up. Have you ever been to Walmart in America? Yeah. Yeah, and you know guys who are like, "Oh, hey, how are you? Are you having a good day?" But that's what he comes out every week. He's like, "Oh, hey, everybody. Yeah, great." I don't we're remember having... very many of them pile driving me. Uh, no, but I'm just, you know, he needs he needs to get a gimmick. Well, okay, so there's and happy to be there. Phil is not a gimmick. Okay, there's two things I would say. One, happy to be there, Phil. All right, that that's a fair. <laughs> that literally, fun, that's his gimmick. That's it's a funny. funny. It's a funny, but it's a fair criticism. But what I would say is that I mean, like, AW still still turn around the world. Yeah still turn around the US yeah. and like every single city wants their CM Punk moment and like, can you imagine I... if AEW came to Dublin no, I and CM that. Punk didn't no. come out like, no, I... you'd just you'd condemn no. the whole thing no and I understand it but what I'm saying to you is from a wrestling character standpoint yeah, he needs to get one. <laughs> it's the, he can yeah. still be. He can still be happy to be there, Phil. I mean, but like, he, he kind of does have like. So what? I've what is it? What is it then? What? What's Bret the character? Hart. Ah, no, stop. He's not Bret Hart. He's, he's Bret Hart. Okay, look, but even Bret Hart. He's had the a... fighting. He's not a champion, but he's the fighting champion. He's come out of retirement and he's taken on all comers and like Danielson he's having bloody great matches he hasn't had a bad but, match yet but Danielson look they can't have two people doing the same thing Danielson no, is actually not doing the same thing Danielson is, Danielson is legit. on a trajectory to gold Punk the, is not Danielson not yet heading for gold here's the reason why that doesn't work and I, I do respect your opinion and I do actually agree with it but Danielson is legit hasn't been damaged at all Punk is can't say he's the best in the world because we've seen him being battered in the UFC. He's done so ah, much damage. No, ah, no, 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 we, no. We've had this out before, no. Dara. I know, but I can't, I can't buy it. I can't buy it. It's, can't buy it. it's completely different. It's like if you had Brock Lesnar, right? Mm. Brock Lesnar's talking about he's the best in the world and then Brock Lesnar decides he wants to go into tennis. And he loses, a, <laughs> he loses a tennis match, and you're going. And you're not the best in the world because you lost Wimbledon. No, no, no. Wrestling okay. and tennis are not the same. Wrestling no. and UFC are not the same. 
no, they're not the same. But Punk has done so much damage because his whole gimmick was that you know he's a, he's an MMA and he ha- does the jujitsu. That was never and his gimmick. He it was. He walked out wearing a Gracie hoodie for years, and then he goes into the M- MMA, gets battered, and then limps back to wrestling. And it's like, ah oh, man. So yeah, look, what it, you're actually saying there is superstar from one sport goes to different sport isn't as good at it. Like listen, you're like you're. What you're actually saying is Michael Jordan turns out he's shite at hurling. Well, he was shite at a tennis. Well, no, what tennis baseball wasn't he? Went to quit well, to play baseball. Probably. I mean, baseball is just he did quit hurling. You know, he did. But, he actually did quit basketball to play baseball. I I I haven't seen the last dance. I, I don't know the the Michael Jordan. So now, well, now that, that was in um, that example. was in well, uh, Slam Jam. <laughs> Or Space Jam. That was in Space Jam. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. no, I'm, say- what I'm saying to you is right. Monster. What I am saying to you is right. Punk set this up. He, he has himself in a corner here. And the thing about it is, Punk's greatest asset is his talking ability and his character building. And it always has been, right? But he's just not. He needs to be a character. And he just isn't one yet. He isn't doing the straight edge thing. He isn't doing the straight edge society thing. He isn't doing the best in the world thing. He isn't well, he doing. deliberate. I mean, like he's the voice of the voice. Not the guy he was seven years ago. He's You're right. Different, and I think that's good. I think that's an evolution <laughs> of the character. And but there is no character. He's literally just happy to be there, Phil. And it's like. I, I understand I mean, you. I, I, I actually, I actually think. Okay, I know you're using "happy to be there," Phil, as a as a pejorative. I didn't come up with that. I, I didn't come up with that. That's what people are calling them on the internet. Okay, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying you came up with it. I'm just saying yeah. that I know you're using as using it as a pejorative. But, but I think it's a. Um, I think it's a. Uh, I think it's a good for for the moment. I think it's a good character move, because mm. his whole character all his life has been you know the anti-hero and being against whatever i really liked yeah but now he's in a in a a company that you know appreciates him appreciates his style now he's not always going to be that i have no doubt that in a year when you know when all the towns and all the cities get used to the big cm punk pop that Mm. they'll do something different with him right but i think for now We've got CM Punk back after seven years. Mm. We've got what what wrestling fans have been chanting for seven years. Mm. We've got that. We've got awesome matches because regardless of the character, all yeah, his matches... The matches are really good. The matches Whether are he's really been good. wearing long boys or CM trunks. Um, yeah, it's it's still weird when he walks out. <laughs> he walks out wearing not trunks. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you, you know, I, I miss the basketball shorts, to be honest with you. The basketball shorts where it was at. Yeah, yeah, but 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 look, um, I just, uh, Dude, I'm I'm a CM Punk fan, right? Legit, right? I'm just annoyed that he's not CM Punk anymore. It's like, where are you? Come on, just this, do something. This is the thing, Dara. He is CM Punk because it's seven years later, and people change. I mean, I know have you changed whole, in the past seven years. I I'm have. Well, his whole like, his whole career was more him. hair for one thing. <laughs> his whole career has been bitching and moaning and complaining and now he's just hey everybody me and my best bud can we're buddies you know it's like yeah like imagine you'd been like imagine you'd been bitching and moaning for something 
about something for like 15 years and then yeah. someone solved that problem, would you not be? You know, like, yeah, I know. But... Imagine you, Dara. Hmm. You, Dara, are a lion because you're a goddamn lion. And Thank I, you. Dara, in your presence, I'm a mouse. <laughs> and you have a, a thorn in your paw and you can't get it out because you're a big lion. Right. 15 years you've had that thorn in your paw. And then I come along and I, a wee mouse, and I pull that thorn out of your paw. Wouldn't you be, wouldn't you go out to the jungle every day and be like, this goddamn mouse is the best mouse ever? Yeah, I know, but like, look, I, 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 I didn't intend to get this biblical. No, yeah, I just, I, I made you pull the biblical reference. <laughs> but anyway, as I said, like, you know, yeah, we've all changed, you know, it's, you know, and, and over the past, seven years or something like that's fair enough and uh, you know people age and people grow and that kind of but it, it's just it's it's very strange because it's just it it doesn't feel like cm punk you know well, what i mean let, well, let me ask you this dara mm. did you see uh last week's rampage where he had the i the saw yeah that was really good with with, okay. uh, with eddie are you wonderful. telling me you saw that and you are not hyped i am whatever about the I long-term am. story yeah. you are not for goddamn ma- hyped for this fight no for this fight i am and that's what i mean because it was the Why? first time it's the first you know. time he showed a bit of character in his whole time he was there but he's still he's still doing the martial arts thing and you're like listen you can't do it like we've saw you you got battered you know stop trying to do it but again, I, I, like... <laughs> it, it, it's his gimmick his gimmick is he ruined his gimmick on me that's the thing it's like I we've seen what happens. You can't do it. <laughs> but I just, it. I, I just, I, I. You can't like, work me anymore. We're in the circles all you night, but work, I just, I think it's. I don't think you can judge one sport by a different sport. Mm. I don't think you can go, hey, oh, now I can't think of any sports people. <laughs> Hi, Oshin McConville, you're terrible at football because you tried to go and be a polo player. And you were awful at it. Isn't polo the one with horses? Well, there's polo, and then there's water polo, and then there's just competitive eating mints. So, oh, oh well, that must be in America, though. That sounds like an American thing. But anyway, listen, I, I, I understand. We're gonna leave it there. I, I hope I'm wrong. I just want to see the old CM Punk back. And uh, look, I, I'm sure in time you will, but. Uh, like to be honest with you, man, I would prefer him being in WWE. And I'm gonna get it. I'd prefer him being in WWE right now, cutting promos how bad WWE is. Uh, sorry, can you pause the recording while I get violently sick into my own <laughs> eyeballs? No, I mean, like, if there was, think about, think about him there now. If he was in WWE, saying they're firing everybody, this is terrible. They're not listening to me. He has the right to do, and he could go out and do that. And you know, no, no, he couldn't. If he's I, in WWE right now, some sitcom writer would write him a script that he would have to go out and memorize and deliver and it would have like even if even what you're saying now that he has uh like no character you still have to say that everything he's been delivering has been real has been raw has been genuine like we could write a cm punk um promo and he could go out and memorize and read a cm punk promo but it wouldn't be cm punk yeah, no, that's fair. And I, I guess I guess I still just need to kind of give it a bit more time. Um, but look, it's one of those things, you know, it's... Tell me, I, this match, yeah. 
this match is going to make an AW fan. I uh, look <laughs> since since he came back, that that little conf- conflict was the first time I got those those bit of vibes, you know. But anyway, uh, oh, a match that I am looking forward to actually is the Britt Baker AW AW's Women's Championship match. It's going to be really good. Now I know Britt's going to win because of course she is. <laughs> She's like the most overstar of the whole company. Cool. But, but, um, but Tay Conti's she is a she's brilliant, really like kind of really not gonna win, but like a, she's a great challenger. Like I think this will be a great. Ma- I don't want to sound like um being um like uh I'm I'm talking down about it, but mm. uh, I think this will be a great women's match because the the women's division hasn't always been great in AEW. I think mm. this will be a fantastic match. Well, this is a case of them benefiting from WWE cuts. As well, and uh, they actually took um, they took Conti from the WWE NXT, and she's only a young one. She's only twenty six as well. So like, a legit Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt, which is pretty cool. So you know, I'm like, right, she's not going to win, but you definitely have the roots of a very very good match there, and this is what they need to do. Yeah, exactly. Here's what gets me with wrestling, like. I mean, me and you could sit here, and I bet, because we've been watching so long, I mean, nine matches out of ten in any company we could probably predict. Mm. But all you need to make a match really entertaining, to make a match real, mm. is 1% of doubt. All yeah. you need is 1% of doubt. And guys like Miro, like Eddie Kingston, they give you mm. that one, well, they give you about 50% of doubt. But all you need is that 1% of doubt to make a match from a viewer's point of view competitive. And man, mm. Ty Conti's brilliant and she has given me 1% of doubt. So 1% thinking, maybe, That's all you need. maybe That's all you they're need. thinking Ty Conti. Now what they do need to do is they do need to kind of put more women onto the car- onto this card. Having one yeah. match is not enough. They should probably have about well, two, two or three. But, the you know, TBS title I think is going to be I think that's going to be really great for the women's mm. division. Look, it is the only weakness that they have because their tag division is so good. Everything else is so good. They just need to kind of raise that up a bit. But they'll get there, you know, and I think... Well, the, 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 w- the final of the TBS title will be in this pay-per-view, won't it? Uh, I think it's on the buy-in. No, no, no. So the buy-in is Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa versus... Jamie Hayter and Nyla Rose, that's worth watching on its own. That just yeah, it's, n- it's, not, it's, not, it's not listed on the card I have in front of me. So I'm assuming it's on the I think that's because so. they, don't have the, they don't have the finalists of that. I can't right. imagine that they've been building this up for the past six weeks okay. not to have it on the bloody pay-per-view. Well, I hope so. You know, again, like, it's not, it's not a case of representation. It's more a case of they need to get people to understand that this is a big deal. You know, yeah. these things matter. Um, and it, you know, hopefully they have the awareness to do that. But the buy-in shows. Here's the thing about AEW: the buy-in shows are always very good. Anyway, Ask. they're they're never they're never like then. It and for anyone who hasn't watched AEW, because look, we do have some people that only that the only watch Japanese wrestling, or only watch old wrestling, or only watch current WWE. And if you do watch current WWE only, I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, poor you know, feel sorry for you. I hope, but, hope uh, you recover. Yeah, exactly. My condolences. Um, <laughs> But if you're, uh, you know, if you've only watched the WWE buy-in, oh, where you have, they're talking, you know what, uh, for hour, for like an hour. AEW shows are actually good. They have some decent matches on them. And it's like watching a free uh, free episode of um, Dynamite, basically. 
you know. Yeah. But... Look, I, I'm clearly uh, an AEW fan. Like, I don't, I don't like using the word Mark. I think it's cringy when fans mm. use call each other Marks. We're all I'm, Marks. We do a I'm podcast. Cl- rest. <laughs> exactly. But I'm clearly an AEW fan. Dara is much more detached, much more. I don't like saying impartial because it's not a goddamn war. You know, the only reason, listen, the only reason why I'm impartial to AEW is because Cody and Khan are there. The minute they leave, I'll be there. But Cody and who? Your man who runs it, Tony Khan. So the reason it exists. Yeah, when he goes and Cody goes, then I'll be I'll be on board. You'll be a big fan of the nothing. No, I just don't like when I I, I be honest with you, I don't like when I see authority figures who actually run the company on the television. I didn't like it when Dick I even said it to Dixie Carter when I was hanging out with her. I'm like, you have to stop being on the show. There's come on, you know, there's no so, comparison between the amount of times Dixie Carter would show up in TNA and yeah. Tony Khan's astonishingly brief astonishingly uh, random uh, appearances on the I, I, I just don't like it <laughs> I just don't I, like it well know? I'll tell you what I think the reason AEW works so well is because finally finally we have an owner of a company and we have a booker mm. who loves wrestling who doesn't mind admitting that he's a mark who isn't you know, too cool, you know, to talk about how much he loves, you know, WCW and 94 and the NWA and Ring of Honor. And like the only reason that AEW and as much talent as it has and as much as great as the storylines are and all that, the only reason AEW appeals as much as it does to lapsed wrestling fans is because it is made by a lapsed wrestling fan. And look, that's fair. I, I, look, a lot of my concern with AEW is literally rooted in the fear that I have from my loyalty to TNA and Impact Wrestling <laughs> and what I saw happening. So whenever I see stuff, I'm like, oh, no, don't. So that's why I'm hesitant towards it. And that's where my, my impartiality comes from. I'm like, when I see Cody, I see Jeff Jarrett. When I see Tony Khan, I see Dixie Carter. But when you, you see know? Cody, like, do you not see that he's deliberately doing Jeff Jarrett like the way he teased <laughs> the way he teased the uh, pedigree the way he teased the pedigree the other week he was literally just being a dick he was literally going look at me I'm Triple H except I know I'm Triple H and this and time the, it's actually thing, a character though, right? but here's the thing though right? I can't tell the difference because Jeff Jarrett I actually know Jeff Jarrett he's a really nice guy but when he was in <laughs> When he was in Impact or TNA, I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? You know, this is the worst thing in the world. So I don't know, man. Again, I, I've never talked to Cody Rhodes. I don't know. I, I I can't verify. I've never talked to Tony Khan. I don't know. But I did talk to Dixie. Didn't know Dixie. And I did know uh, Jeff Jarrett. And look what happened there. So that's where my impression comes Until I'm like, you know, all right, you guys are cool. You know, or so what you're saying is that you're the contributing factor in all this. <laughs> if you haven't spoken to them, they continue to be a success. Ah, oh, no, I spoke to them after. <laughs> after like, this is when this is when it was going down the tubes, you know. Uh, like what impact? What TNA was was good for those like five six years, and then once Hulk Hogan came in, the wheels fell off. You know, <laughs> I think I sp- I spoke to Jeff last time when he was uh 
doing the Global Force Wrestling thing where you bought the gold. Oh, so God. I, I global would... Force Rest. There's something we should look at. Oh, man. Oh, actually, that's, that's a headache in and of itself, but we will get there. But anyway, look, <laughs> that's where my, my, my hesitant comes from. So I know some people are like, geez, why is Dara so hesitant towards AW? Because I covered Impact for so long. That's it's just, the reason. It's just... It's racism is what it is, folks. It's to who? pure racism. <laughs> to Cody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a Codyist. Cody, well, you know, I own up to that. I just, I hate Cody so much. Blatantly <laughs> <laughs> hate him. I wouldn't mind. When, I, I, I made a sign, you know, when, when we went over to see Cody, you know, that's not dashing. So I was a dashing Cody Rhodes fan. I'm just disappointed <laughs> that he doesn't do it anymore. You were a dashing Cody Rhodes fan. Oh, I loved it. I but loved you're it. not like this awesome no. version of Cody Rhodes no, fan. It, it, the best version of Cody Rhodes was Stardust. That, I, I don't know how to react to that, Dan. I, I, I genuinely like and respect you as a person, but I I, I, when I you say things like that, I, know, I'm sorry. I don't know I'm how sorry. to react. I can just see the, the, the wince of pain, and it's just like, I don't know. I just enjoy Cody Rhodes as Stardust, and I enjoy it. But dashing, that was brilliant. Or damaged Cody Rhodes is great too. I don't know. I just I, man, I just appreciate my weird gimmicks. That's that's <laughs> just it. You know, I just I just have an appreciation for it. But anyway, I hope I hope to one day get past that and be able to call myself an AEW fan. Well, look, I think there are, there are some things going to happen this weekend that can help you. One of them, I think, will be the um, Inner Circle versus American Top Team. Minneapolis street fight and I this think is going to be yeah I'm really excited for this actually yeah I think it will because really Jericho this is his bread and butter absolute yeah. entertaining nonsense is his bread and butter yeah um proud and powerful have proven themselves to be amazing at like the most vicious street fights like with that that fight they had with um uh best friends Sammy Barra is just these, an astonishing, like, uh, he does the the most amazing spots. He's a great little spot monkey, Ari. He really he's is. fantastic. And yeah. Jake Hager, for all the, the grief Jake Hager gets, I absolutely love him. Because oh, when you put Jake Hager in the right place at the right time, he is sensational. You have all the right players here. You yeah, have all the right players, yeah. And, and this is going to come down to... They're all baiting each other. Everyone's battering away, blah, blah, blah. And Chris Jericho is going to come face-to-face with Dan Lambert. And, <laughs> oh, after months of Lambert doing, well, exactly the, the anti-AEW gimmick, you know, the all petites, this isn't old school. <laughs> I'm basically Jim Cornette. Oh, man, that's good. When, when Jericho gets his hands on him, that is going to be amazing. Oh man, that should be my gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Irish Jim Cornette. <laughs> no, Jim just Cornetto. be Dan. Just be yeah, Dan Lambert. Be <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I I'm not anti AEW. I just I, I I like to be the 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 control in the room. That's what I like. You've been hurt before. That's all. I have been. That's all it is, folks. That's all it is. <laughs> Fill me once, as they say. <laughs> but no, honestly, I think you're right, man. Every everything that you said, spot on. The inner circle are absolutely going to win this. It makes sense. It's what they've been building up. Jericho needs that big feel good to finish out the year as well. And this is the way to do it. I think everybody's going to have a good time, and uh, it definitely is probably going to be the one of the matches tonight. Anyway, from the, from that like big and, and pop moment. If I could make 
a bold prediction. Mm. I think Darby Allen versus MJF. I think MJF wins. I can see it, but they also have to kind of fix Darby Allen coming up short against Punk. So no, no, I don't think so. You don't I, think so? I, I don't think losing the Punk damaged them. I mean, Punk's Punk. punk yeah, like, anyone was going to lose the Punk, and uh, Darby can go and do whatever with Sting. They can line him up against anyone. Well, he can murk this, ninety well, this, days in a row. Well, this is but, kind of what this is kind of what we said with with Miro and. Daniel Bryanson, right? Uh, I just can't say that name. Brian Danielson. The question is that I have for you, who benefits more from this? Who benefits more from the win? Because they'll both be fine. But which one benefits most? From Darby Allen, MJF. Yeah, getting the win. I think I think this is the beginning of the rise of MJF. Okay. I think uh, I think Hangman wins the title mm. and everybody's so happy. And oh. I am literally crying in my living room at 5 a.m. Oh. And I think Hangman comes along. Not Hangman. I think MJF comes along pretty quickly. You know, not not like Hot Shot. Not like, not like the next Dynamite or anything. Mm. But I think MJF comes along pretty quickly and uh, steals the title. You know, like, I don't know, interference or some typically MJF thing. Mm. But I think this match is the beginning of the rise of MJF because he's been phenomenal for two years and mm. he's so good that I don't think uh I don't think a TNT title run is I think he's gone past that. Yeah, yeah. He either has to do his own thing or he has to go for the world title. Okay. So you think that's more realistic rather than Miro? Getting the next shot. You think it's MGF? Miro might get the next shot and Hangman will beat him. And then you, know, and then like you have MGF. Himself as like a top star. And Hangman yeah. might have a couple of defenses. But I think I think this match against Darby, because there's no stipulation of this match. There's no, like, if you win this, you get a shot. Or if you win this, blah, blah. This is just a huge match. Darby Allen's a huge star. Mm. And MGF is a huge star. And I think MJF wins this one, and this is the beginning of the rise of MJF. And can you imagine? Can you imagine MJF as the world champion? I can. I totally can. That's pretty. That that's a bold prediction. Now, I I can see them giving it to Derby, but the way you've laid it out makes a lot of sense to me. So I'm going to I'm going to support you on that. And I think remember right, I, I I called Christian. Winning the impact title. You did. Before it happened and everything. Uh, and speaking gonna, of which... <laughs> I'm going to dine on that forever. <laughs> and speaking of which, one thing that I really liked this week was uh, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express taking out Superclick. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved it, man. I really? love Christian Cage. Christian Cage is one of my... Fa- Here's the thing about AEW. Has all my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. I'm the biggest Christian Cage fan in the world. I love Christian Cage. <laughs> It has all your favorite wrestlers. It does. You really does. like the storylines. Yeah. You follow it every week. Yeah, it almost yeah. sounds like you're a fan. I know, I know, I know. But anyway, so I loved this when I saw it. I, I marked it like I wouldn't believe it. Again, I love Christian Cage. He's like the best. He's the best in all. Huh? 
and if you have, if you don't know why, like you're starting to see a bit of it now. But go back and watch him in Impact, and he was like the best thing in Impact for years. So well, I really like this pairing with Jurassic Express. Super click, love the name. Oh, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. I'm so glad Adam Cole was there, and not... uh, I love his eventual his eventual turn on Jurassic Express is going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be unreal. But they even brought out the the concerto this week. <sighs> That was that really surprised me. Which was like, like holy cow! <laughs> genuinely didn't surprise him to do that. It's it's great, you know. I can see Super Kick, uh, sorry, Super Click winning, but it won't be, it won't be easy. There could be some sort of turn, or there should be some. I don't think it's going to be a straight. They get beat. Yeah, something's going to happen. The thing is, Jungle Boy is at least for the next year or so. Mm, mm. Jungle Boy is absolute Teflon. Yeah, people love him so much and he's so talented and he'll be uh, the one to take the pin and he's so young yeah he'll be the one to take the pin yeah exactly he he can lose for the next couple of years and he will still be a a megastar so here's what so here's what i can see right christian cage is obviously a face at the moment christian cage works great as a face but he works even better as a heel right yeah but he needs to have a set of floozies with him and he doesn't have that yet because Tomko's still in jail, I think. Uh, and, and AJ Styles isn't uh, isn't leaving any time. So, well, he might, actually. But I don't know. Yeah. The way they haven't fired anybody this week. But, <laughs> he got paid $8 million last year, though. You know. So, it's like, all right, man, you know, that's not bad. But anyway, um, I can see Christian Cage putting together his own group. I think what's going to happen with this one is Superclick are going to win. Jungle Boy will take the pin, leading to Christian Cage going heel, because he's like, you cost me the match. He'll set up his own little team, and bang, we have Christian Cage, the instant classic back, and I will probably be an AEW fan after that, because that's what I want to see, 2005 Christian Cage. Well, dear listeners, I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I made a prediction, nay, a spoiler, that by 2022, (laughs) Dara O'Connor will be all elite and i Obviously. stand by that we'll do a little graphic then we'll be, we'll That's a huge graphic <laughs> and we'll project it on the side of the gpo oh man <laughs> <laughs> well look you know we're um we are just going to do the hour here um but we're going to do another hour and we're going to because we're, we're taking a little bit of break soon as far as like with the shows so we are going to do fall brawl so Bye. that will so that will be going out next week uh no, sorry not not next week, but the week after. Next week, we'll be doing a review of um, of uh, Full Gear. So if you guys are listening to this on FM. And, go and if you're from Ireland or just not from the US, mm. Fall Brawl just means like Autumn Scrap. Autumn Scrap. Oh, man. That's a name that I'm glad they didn't bring back. But next Autumn one is scrap. Fall Scrap. Actually, that's what... um. What's the what are they called? OTT should do false uh, autumn scrap. <laughs> yeah, we should have one in Ireland. We should just call it Fianna Fall. <laughs> oh, dude! And then every year it's shite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what we're going to do is obviously next week here we're going to be talking about um, an in-depth review of this show, and then we'll be uh, doing Fall Brawl. After that, then there's Halloween Havoc, I think. But we're going to do a special thing for the week of um, of Survivor Series. Now, obviously, we've talked about Survivor Series. We don't really care about 2001 Survivor Series. But Martin, what are we going to do for this year's Survivor Series? 
Dara, I cannot believe we are going with this. I suggested this to Dara literally about two minutes before we went on air, and he's been incredibly gracious and, and accepting. I'm a huge Bret Hart fan, and the, the Montreal screw job gets so much coverage, and everybody always talks about the screw job and the moment and all that. But there is a whole pay per view around that moment that gets completely overlooked. Nobody ever talks about Survivor Series 97 outside of the context of the screw job. So I would love for myself and Dara and hopefully Dave, hashtag enslave Dave, to um, have a crack. Uh, about Survivor Series 97 as a pay-per-view, Brett and Sean as a match, and then obviously we'll talk about um, we'll talk about the screw job itself, and I will explain in great detail why the screw job led to the death of Owen Hart. Oh, that is interesting. Oh yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> okay well there you go guys if that doesn't get your appetite going i don't know what is because look survivor series 2001 we might talk about uh, sorry, uh, 2001 was actually quite good 2021 uh is not very good i think there's four matches announced so far and they look like the worst thing ever so <laughs> what are you trying to say dara you try to tell me you don't care about red v blue if there have, was a reason to you know have, I, have you never played halo I tell you what, you know what, you know what they should have done with Survivor, and we'll end on this because we're we're nearly at time for this show. What they should have done with Survivor Series, you know, when they had the bragging rights, that should have been the pay per view where it's like Survivor Series bragging rights. Oh oh my god, a hundred! That's an yeah, that's an amazing call. Just do that. Amazing call. (laughs) Or the the winning team gets, you know, every member on the team gets, uh, you know, if you have like your main guy your Intercontinental Championship, your tag, every member gets a title shot. Yes. It's like, or, stakes, if, something. If, if SmackDown or if Raw wins more champion or wins more matches, when it comes to the Royal Rumble, say if SmackDown wins, everybody from SmackDown who enters the Royal Rumble gets a shotgun. <laughs> 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 that one took you a sec. I was like, wait, what, where are you going? <laughs> well, if you had to said a chainsaw, that would have been more fair because yeah. chainsaw Charlie did chainsaw enter Charlie. with a chainsaw. But I don't know. Listen, there's four matches announced. Big E, Roman Reigns. It's t- champion versus champion. Who cares? Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Who cares? Champion for champion. Because they're only going to swap the belt anyway. I don't even think the belts are for line. They're literally just champion versus champion. So it means nothing. Intercontinental champion uh, and then US uh, champion, who cares? Cha- champion versus champion, friendly. Yeah, with no belts on the line. What is the point? What is the point? What is the point? But anyway, as I said, that's what we're doing instead of this year. Uh, because WWE, we might talk about if something big happens, but all that WWE seems to be doing lately is firing people. So that's all they're doing. <laughs> because look, you make a bold prediction. Uh, Martin, my prediction is WWE is going to be sold very soon so before we get out of here for this show and then obviously record fall brawl is there anything you want to plug yes i want to plug wimp to warrior for the past 20 weeks i have been doing a program called wimp to warrior and it has taken me from a fat idiot with no confidence to a fat idiot with a modicum of confidence um 
Uh, it's a genuinely good program. Uh, I'm not a fighter, but we, I, and I only bring it up this week because today they told us uh, our date. So it's January 22nd in the Devonish in Belfast. The best part is that it's around seven o'clock. So it's in the Devonish at sevenish. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to be fighting for my life. If you have heard any of the things I've said, particularly around AEW, because that seems to particularly annoy people, and you want to see me get kicked very hard <laughs> in the face, that is the place to do it. Well, there we go. We'll be putting that up on the social media. Not you getting kicked in the face, but obviously the, the details for people who want to show up. But I'd say, and Martin, you know, you inspired me actually to go back to Taekwondo because, uh, you know, so I want to thank you for that as well. So, Well, you, you're very welcome. But uh, we will be back next week here on Phoenix 92.5 FM and also True Penny Channel, Nerd to Know Media and all that good stuff as well. If you want to check out more of this stuff, please go over to any of those places where you will get all of our other 81 shows. So we will talk to you next week here on The Wrestling Rewind. Bye, guys. How's the gas the eating? Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 